Hello and welcome to the NFL What If Podcast, where we discuss what if something happened or didn't happen in the past and present of the NFL. I'm Luke Pappas. And I'm Frankie Gochar, recording from Baltimore, Maryland. Today, we'll be going over the NFL talk rule. So, Luke, what's been going on this week in your life? Um, Not, not much has happened. Uh, we just started track, and uh, I just got spikes for track, but other than that, just getting ready for next week. How's your yeah, week been going? Yeah, track, track definitely hurts. It, it's not great. No, I, I agree with that. That's it. I'm sore. So are we not going to talk about the fact that uh, Patrick Mahomes is attempting to cut his uh, family out of his life? I mean, we saw the same thing with Aaron Rodgers, and he, he's an interesting man. So hopefully Mahomes doesn't go down that path, like with his social life. I, I don't I don't uh, fully blame Mahomes, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, I don't I don't like Jackson Mahomes. Uh. I agree with you. There, I don't think there's anyone on this planet other than Jackson Mahomes that likes himself. Maybe Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany, and everyone else hates her too. Yeah, what 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 does she do? I haven't really seen her that much. Um, she's been very livid on social media. She's sprayed champagne on the Chiefs fans after they uh, won in the divisional round. Yeah, that would that would suck. That would not be great. Um, yeah, she's just been like blaming the refs or whenever Patrick Mahomes loses or doesn't play a good game, she she always has someone to blame. Yeah, uh, so what did we talk about last episode? Um, last over episode, we went over the uh, controversial no-call in the Saints-Rams-NFC Championship game, and we... Yeah, you really went in deep on that one, didn't you? Yeah, we ended up with just this going from the Saints winning the Super Bowl to an intricate dive in how the Ravens would win the Super Bowl the next week. So, what what else has been going on in the NFL, or sports in general? Like, well, right now in the MLB, the Players Association and the owners are not going to be able to come to a deal on a new CBA, and that might cause a lockout for the MLB season. Tra- string training has already been canceled, and there's fear that there might not be an MLB season. I was watching the uh, the TV. I didn't, and I saw a game on, but it was from a world or a World Series from a while ago. So I was assuming they were just doing reruns. Because I think it was on CBS, they were uh, they they have nothing to broadcast right now. Yeah. Um, in the NFL, the combine is coming up on March third. We'll get to see an in-depth look at the prospects and their athleticism. So, what are the what are the biggest prospects in this new draft in the NFL? So, coming up, um, Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end from Michigan. Um, Kayvon Thuradux from Oregon. It's a really, like, heavy defensive class. So not many quarterbacks? Yeah, and that's what people really seem to judge draft class on is how good are the quarterbacks. Yeah, we saw the last draft class. They didn't have very good— I mean, no, no, the quarterbacks were good. We got, like, Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick, didn't wasn't great. He didn't have that best, that good of a season. But you got to think, he's, he's on the Jaguars. Yeah, I feel like the Jaguars are a team that can— Turn around things in the next five years or so, and Trevor Lawrence is that key. Same thing with Zach Wilson. The Jets have a promising future, and Zach Wilson is their center. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that Trevor Lawrence was mingling that well with the Jaguars. Nor was uh, Zach Wilson in the Jets. Well, Trevor Lawrence, of course, he had to be coached by Urban Meyer for like thirteen games, and we saw how bad of a coach he was. Didn't, didn't he kick Josh Lambeau, or is that a different coach? 
Uh, no, that is Urban Meyer, and he also has done some very shady stuff at um, Ohio State, so he's never really been that good of a guy. Yeah, definitely not a great season for any of the rookies this year. What about uh, uh, Justin Fields? Um, Justin Fields, he... He played under Matt Nagy, who is a really bad coach. He also Matt Nagy actually just got hired by the Kansas City Chiefs as their quarterbacks coach, which oh. could be absolutely useless. That's not, it's not great. Um, but Justin Fields, uh, I feel like he's he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the class. He's a really good dual threat, has a promising future. He just needs to get that offensive line he's fixed. A, he's a pretty big guy, right? Yeah, he could run over you, and um. I mean, probably the surprise quarterback, maybe even the best, is Davis Mills for the Texans. Who's that? Um, he was a third-round pick. Oh, that Felipe Franks. Uh, I think he's a tight end, maybe. What? <laughs> Not the first time we've seen a Florida quarterback um trying to become. Wait, he was a he was a he was a he was a quarterback in the draft class, but now he's playing tight end. Yep. Just like another Florida Gators quarterback that. Played one preseason game for the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end, and then got cut. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another uh, interesting thing. And, with and through a not not great block, <laughs> just spinned around. Other than that, free agency is coming upon us. Um, as the news we have right now is, cornerback J.C. Jackson does not want to stay on the Patriots. He could be a big signing for a bunch of teams, especially maybe the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I'd want him. I, I don't really know that much about who he is, but uh, if it means the Ravens won't suck next year, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, the number one problem with the Ravens so far is just their cornerbacks, especially this season. I mean, you had Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey. I mean, but... we were just we were just riddled by injuries. Like there was so it was just so many. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like we could have had a Super Bowl run, but next year we have to come back stronger and I, probably I... stop pads. I think I think the Ravens. Uh, well, I think their preseason win streak is no doubt. It's not. No, they are not going to win. Um. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we got J.K. Dobbins hurt in the preseason against the Redskins. I mean, what about, the uh, what about Commanders, Edwards? may I say? <laughs> Gus Edwards didn't he get injured too? Well, he was actually um. Was he injured? He got injured during training camp. Um. Yeah. It was uh actually him and Marcus Peters both. Got um went down back to back plays. And it was actually during your uh, first football game against Gilman. Oh, we uh we lost. We, we don't talk about this, the JV. Season. No, that season was not great. Um. All right. Should we get on to the what if yeah, that we were talking about today? So today we're going over the talk rule with the goat Tom Brady. Um. So the hit was crap. Where's the thing? Hit was. On Tom Brady, of course, and who was it by? It um, was it Charles was Woodson, actually. Charles Tom Woodson, Brady's Michigan's teammate. Yep. All right, so break it down. So the tuck rule. Uh, league states that the tuck rule is NFL Rule Three, Section Twenty Two, Article Two, Note Two. When a player is holding the ball to pass it forward, any intentional forward movement of his hand starts a forward pass. Even if the player loses possession of the ball as he is attempting to tuck it back towards his body. Also, if the player has tucked the ball into his body and then loses possession, it is a fumble. Yeah, so that play itself, the tuck rule play, 
where Tom Brady, what was what was Bill Belichick talking about? Uh, Tom Brady could have been. Tom Brady probably wouldn't have started because keep in mind this was during the 2002 AFC Ch- divisional game against the Oakland Raiders, and this was the start of the Patriots dynasty. Patriots would go on to beat the Steelers next game in a taint, in a game where uh Brady was actually injured and Bledsoe had to come in. So it was um. It's Charles Woodson. Charles right? Woodson, yeah. Charles Woodson and Tom Brady. There was a YouTube video on it. I'm not sure where it was from, but I saw it on YouTube the other day. But it was about how Tom Brady was trying to explain to Charles Woodson how what he did was was an incomplete pass and not a fumble. But he was he was explaining that if he had if he if the ball was tucked, he wouldn't have fumbled it. And he explained that by showing that when he has two hands on it, he's not going to fumble the ball. It showed that he was throwing it to the ground when it was hit. But I think it was in it was it was debatable because of it was mid mid tuck. The ball was coming back into his body when the ball ball was uh, hit out. I mean, yeah, the rule is controversial itself. Like you could define it under the rule, but the rule was just a stupid rule and in 2012. So, was the was the rule the the jeez the rule came after or before the the play was. The rule was in place before, and in 2012, um, 29 teams voted to uh get rid of it, and only one team voted to um keep it, keep it and that was actually Pittsburgh. As Washington, uh, the Washington Commanders and the New England Patriots did not vote for it. They weren't the Washington Commanders at the time. I don't know what you're talking Redskins, about. Redskins, but we cannot say that on air. Yeah, you're right. But uh, yeah, it was. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I haven't seen the play itself, but I. It got a lot of people pissed off. Um, definitely. And so Tom Brady would have been benched, but also Drew Bledsoe. Um, was actually in his first year of his ten-year, one hundred and three million dollar contract, and he only played two games under the contract. So it was kind of just a waste of money. Yeah. So, what what are you thinking? You think. If that ball was fumbled, what do you what do you think? And that's uh, how does that affect Tom Brady? Well, if if the pa- I mean the Raiders, sorry, if the Raiders get that ball, the game's over. It's under two minutes. Patriots have no timeouts. The Raiders are heading on to face the Steelers in the AFC Championship. But because of that, Tom Brady would go on to the Super Bowl and of course beat the Rams, in a very well known Super Bowl. What year was that? Oh, that was two thousand and two. All right. The year after the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Oakland Raiders, and then before that, it was the Ravens' first Super Bowl win against the Giants. That was that was the. I did, was not alive for that game, but I'd assume it would be very good. <laughs> All yeah, right. Do you know what you're saying? So, um, we repeat the question, please. I don't know. I didn't say anything. Just, oh, sorry, sorry. Um. So, of course, we know what Tom Brady did after that. Seven-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Super Bowl MVP. The arguably... Definitely not as good as Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I think it's Blake Bortles is the best. What? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know who that is. Uh, I don't know how he made the AFC Championship against the uh, Patriots, but... What's, what team do you play for? Jaguars. Now he's on Blake the... Bortles. He's still in the league? Huh, who... I think so, he, he's on the Packers last. So who's the oldest player in the league right now? It's it's, it's uh, uh Fitzmagic. Well, he's the oldest um 
he's the oldest quarterback left in the league. And actually, um, the oldest player wasn't that that one lineman on Cincinnati? Or am I wrong? No, um, no, it was, it was on the. Well, he actually Ram- used to play Rams. for Cincinnati. He, played, he used to play for Cincinnati. He's on the Rams now. Yeah. Where he beat uh, his former team in the Super Bowl this year, actually. Um. So the oldest player. Well, at, hold on before uh, Snap. The player with the most Super Bowl wins in the league is actually Jimmy Garoppolo, who played under the Patriots and won two Super Bowl rings. Jimmy G. All right. In the league currently, yeah. Well, so, and um, the oldest player. Um, is actually yeah Andrew Whitworth, who is um forty years old, and he's probably gonna retire. Forty years old. Forty. Oh. <laughs> um. But he's supposed to retire soon, and I mean, no offensive lineman has ever played past um, 40, or a- offensive tackle that started. Yeah, I feel like offensive linemen in general are pretty prone to injury, so I'd think that he'd be retiring soon. But, so, after after the tuck rule, what, if Bledsoe went in, what, what does that mean for the future of Tom Brady? Well, Tom Brady, of course, would probably sit out the next season. He sits, he sits out the next season. And he probably never gets a shot. But what if, like, Bledsoe? Bledsoe, how old was he at the time? Um, Bledsoe was young. Um, so Bledsoe was probably still in his prime. It just, it really just depends on how Bledsoe would have played. It's really what it comes down to. I mean, of course, he was in his first year of a $10 million contract. So that's not a prime. So it really, yeah, I mean, Bledsoe, great quarterback at the time, but... Tom Brady just in the end, like I'm just thinking about what if what if Tom Brady never got his shot and just went no team wants him. It just I mean the main argument about Tom Brady is that does he really win all these Super Bowls if he doesn't have that Patriots team, which I feel like he would win. What? Anyways, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> That's my watch. All right, continue. Um. So. So does Tom? I think Tom Brady does win at least one Super Bowl if he doesn't have that Patriot team and goes to like a solid team. But I mean that changes the NFL so much. There's gonna be like five different Super Bowl champions. That's what. That's really what people are thinking right now. Is is was Tom Brady that good of a quarterback? I mean, yeah, he's an amazing quarterback. But think about all the units he's had throughout the years. And even when he went to Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay team is still sacked. It's a really really good team. And this isn't taking anything away from Tom Brady. He's arguably the best player. Like, he, any quarterback, you take, like, any quarterback, put him on, his teams, they might win one Super Bowl. But Tom Brady won seven. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that man, but he just, he just wins. It's just the fact that he was a six-round pick. Like, no one would have signed a six-round pick to start. I mean, he was, he was tall, fat, and slow. I mean, that's pretty much it. Nobody really sees that good of a... I wonder if a lot of Tom Brady's uh, ability it comes from his brain less than his physical ability. I feel like that that's what you really need in a quarterback is the mind of a quarterback. It, and then you're able to learn physical ability. Like I I am I would have been or I still could be the worst quarterback in this world because uh, my football knowledge is terrible. Yeah, I mean, but the ch- game has changed so much. If Tom Brady was in the league today, he wouldn't thrive as much because we're turning away from these uh, 
quarterbacks who are like great at passing into this like new generation of dual threats and scramblers. And, and even you look at Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm 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 intentionally leaving out Lamar Jackson just because of how great his running is. But when you think about those quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, they're able to run. You see, they see a gap, and you could probably look it up on YouTube. There's uh, plenty of montages of all these quarterbacks scrambling. You saw Joe Burrow in this past season, ton of scrambling yards. I mean, Tom Brady only has like a thousand yards in his rushing career, and Lamar yet, Jackson. Yet he still gets his own scrambler card in Madden. But <laughs> yeah, um, I think they were just trying to be funny. But also, like Lamar Jackson has done that, in, like one season and then did it in another season and probably yeah. would have done it this season. People are people are really leaving him out too much. I mean, we're Baltimore fans, so we're pretty big Lamar Jackson fans. Uh but still, he's just he's just such people don't give him enough credit cuz he can throw. It's everyone thinks he's about to run. I think the biggest demonstration of his ability was that one play against the Browns? How was that two one two years years ago? The Monday Night Football game where he had to take a poo and came back on the field and threw a dot to Marquise Brown. But I can't believe he caught it. That's not nice. I I I hate to say it, but Marquise Brown he needs to show up. He needs to show up this year. And uh, I, I like Bateman. He he has great hands. Bateman is good. And uh um. Also, we signed Antonio Brown. I am no longer a Ravens fan. I want Antonio no, Brown. No, you do not. I want Antonio Brown. Think about the chemistry. You got Marquise Brown, Antonio Brown, and uh, Lamar Jackson on the same team. I mean, maybe uh, um, Antonio Brown will uh, do not nice things to somebody while in Baltimore. Maybe get arrested. But would we win? Yes. That is that is my statement. He he's gonna not get the ball once, and he's gonna run off the field because we're a run first offense. No, no, <laughs> I disagree. Uh, I mean, he's killed us before, but I mean, he is still a unit on the gridiron. I don't really, uh, I don't really care about his toxicity. So, so let's first off, let's take a look back at this. Um, this let's t- get back to the subject of the tuck rule, but let's. Go back to um the game where Tom Brady took over, which was Week Two versus the New York Jets. Um, it was actually the first NFL game played by any team since um the September 11th attacks, and must have been a quite sad game. Yeah, and it was actually against the New York Jets. Oh, the, the Jets end up winning. Winning. Who was the quarterback for the Jets at the time? Sorry, who was the quarterback for the Jets at the time? Um. The quarterback for the Jets. Hold on one second. Uh, the Jets. Was how, how, Chad Pennington. Yeah, I um I don't know who that is. I'm gonna be completely honest. <laughs> um, yeah, they actually um won ten to three, so it was a low scoring game. When, when is the when is the butt fumble guy coming? When does he start playing for the Jets? Uh, he's like two thousand and six. Who was that? That was... Actually, an interesting part was the tuck rule actually happened during that game, too. There was oh. a there was a play where Pennington threw the ball but tucked it back in, and it was ruled an incomplete pass. So it actually happened so, earlier that game. So how does... I'm still confused. How does the tuck rule work? 
Like, so, if the ball's coming back in and it's punched out, it's an incomplete pass? Or, like, what? where's the indicator that the ball is tucked? So, like, does it have to be touching the quarterback's chest or does it just have to have, like, two hands on the ball? So, What's from the- what I understand is that you need to first make a forward motion. Like, you need to, like, pump fake it. But then decide not to. Tuck it in your body. But you it can't be fully tucked. Which, I mean, I guess is, like, yeah, it's, when it's, it's touching just, your... It's just such a... It really just comes down to what the refs say. Like, if you think... Uh, uh, the only other thing I can think of at the time is when a ball goes over the upright, it really just comes down to... Like, directly over the upright. It just comes down to uh, the ref's decision. And I think... This play, in general, just came down to the ref decision. Which, maybe didn't benefit everybody, but it, it's it, they're, they're the refs. I mean, they decide the game. Yeah, but... I mean, if it's tucked in your body, it's a fumble, but if it's halfway there, it's not. Um, yeah, I guess it's really all up to your decision. Yeah, and Tom Brady even spoke out. Like, when it was uh, it was Charles, Charles Woodson and Tom Brady yep. in that one YouTube video I was talking about earlier in the episode. But uh, they Tom Brady brought up the fact that he was he was bringing the ball back like he never it was not meant to be thrown at the ground he was bringing the ball back to tuck it back in his body and release again it was it was a pump fake there's uh it I'm not even sure if the did the refs make the right call what do you think um I think based on the ruling he did but it was just a terrible call yeah that's bad I mean it's a terrible rule I mean sorry and. So let's go back to the game. Um, so it's actually the final game in Foxborough Stadium. That was uh, the old was, Patriot Stadium. The old Patriot Stadium. Now thinking. it's Gillette Stadium. Um, Gillette. Can, can we say that? Are we gonna get ads? I don't know. Uh, Gillette hit hit us up. Sponsor us. We we need some money. Um, and it was actually heavy snowfall. The game ended and it was uh. 16 to 3. No, it was actually, yeah, um, 16 to 3 win in the overtime after Adam Vinatieri, uh, Patriots legend, and also Colts legend kicker, um, kicked a game winning field goal and eventually kicked the game winning field goal in the Super Bowl. It's better. Adam Vinatieri or Justin Tucker? Justin Tucker. <laughs> He's just better. Yeah. Who, what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this, but, uh, what, what kicker has the most Super Bowl rings? You know, let's 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 test Luke's knowledge here. Let's see. I'm if... going to say it's Adam Vinatieri, but hold on. He's he's looking it up right now. Um. Yeah, I mean Adam Vinatieri. I think I think um he has at least four, and he's kicked two game winners in has the he, Super Bowl. Has he um? Yeah, Adam. Hold on. He's yeah, pretty... Adam Vinatieri, four wins. Oh, he played a lot with uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Um. Did he play with any other quarterbacks? Oh uh, yeah, he played with the Colts, Peyton Manning. So I think he won a Super Bowl there. Um, with Peyton Manning. Hold on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not as. Uh. I don't. I don't suck in this information as fast as Luke does. Yeah. <laughs> Nor, um, nor do I really feel like looking up the answer right now. Yeah, he um actually yeah he won a Super Bowl with Indianapolis Colts, um, 
in Super Bowl um, LI. What is XLI? I don't know. You're the math guy. Hey Siri, what what is what is XLI in numbers? Oh, that's uh, that's forty-one. Forty-one against the Chicago Bears. That Super Bowl's most famous play was actually um. Uh, when Adam Van Terry kicked the opening kickoff in Legendary Return Man, who should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way, Devin Hester. Devin Hester. Um, took the opening kickoff in um, House House called it, and so first um Super Bowl to ever uh, have a touchdown on the opening kickoff. And you know what other Super Bowl had an opening kickoff touch or not opening a second half kickoff touchdown? The, the Ravens. Had yeah, like... Kobe Jones. Oh, I remember that. Then you also have like. Oh, what am I thinking of? I don't remember. Mile High Miracle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... um Jacoby Jones. That's all I remember. So, so back back on Tom Brady. So, uh, Bledsoe, was it? Bledsoe, yes. Bledsoe gets... Uh, he gets he gets put back in for Tom Brady, saying that Tom Brady gets uh, hurt or whatever. Or not hurt. Uh, he gets taken out because he fumbled the ball. Which probably would have been the right call, but I don't remember. And, or and, Belichick was the coach at the time, right? Or does he see th- something in Tom Brady? Well, when you talk about it, um, Tom Brady actually took that team from week two to first round bye and into the divisional round. He didn't play terrible. Um, Thomas Patrick Edward Brady Patrick Jr. Um, but I think he was that necessary. I don't know. I just saw his name, but he, he think, I think he would have, I don't think he would have started because the Patriots would be playing all that useless money to Bledsoe, but I think he would have had a shot somewhere else. Yeah. But you just never know. And then you just see, this, this would have been, I saw this thing on social media, which was just, uh, put Tom Brady on the Jets and... That's the real test if he's the goat or not, but I guess we'll never see that because he's gone. But again, does he does he actually win as many Super Bowls on a different team? Yeah, I think he would he would have still been a, a Hall of Fame quarterback regardless. But it just comes down to um we see with what what quarterbacks are just stuck on a terrible team right now, like oh. in, in the present. Terrible teams, well. The, this team isn't terrible, but I think that he has so much potential that they're that he hasn't done anything with is Derek Carr. The Raiders aren't bad, but they're an absolute nutcase. Right? Yeah, they're not. <laughs> we see with uh um what's his name? Uh, well Henry Ruggs and the coach. What's um, Henry name? Ruggs, John Gruden, John um, Gruden. Nate Hobbs, and Damian Arnett were all either arrested, released, or uh, mm-hmm. got DUIs. And... Yeah, but um. Tom Brady, he's oh jeez, he's a great quarterback. But if he was on another team, I mean, I, in my personal opinion, I don't think he would have uh, won as many uh, Super Bowls. Just because uh, who was who were their um, who were their units like in early Tom Brady era? Like uh, I know they don't have Edelman or uh, or uh, Gronk yet. Yeah, but um, they they had some. They definitely had. They had Troy Brown, who was a really good receiver. Um, when did they? When did they have Randy Moss? Um, Randy Moss was uh oh seven. Okay. Um, they had Teddy Bruschelli. Um, 
they actually had, I don't think they had him at the time, but um, during one of his Super Bowl runs, he actually had Mike Vrabel, the Titans coach. Wait, at what, what position did he play? A linebacker. And he actually caught uh, two Super Bowl touchdowns. Oh, of course. Vrabel. Um, their defense also had Ty Law, the legendary cornerback. Um, yeah, Mike Vrabel was on the 2001 team. Oh. Is he, did he start? Is he like um, a starter? Don't know for two thousand and one, but um, but he definitely played. Um, Willie McGinnis is really their defense that was great. Uh, Richard Seymour, nose tackle, big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so does Tom Brady really do this? So when we look back at his O one season or O two season. Um, he took over a starter week two, of course. Um, what? Huh? Huh? What? You didn't finish your sentence. Oh, sorry. Um, I mean, he, in his first playoff game against the Raiders, he threw 312 yards against the Raiders. And of course, they get the legendary drive, um, against the Rams where he was, um, backed up and deep territory, and then drove them down to kick the field goal. Yeah, I I think it it really just comes down to who you asked if Tom Brady uh, was taken out. I, I It's safe to assume he would have been traded, but it's just, it, I, I, we don't really, That's there's just a lot of mystery to that. We don't know if it was him or the team. Yeah. One big thing. That's the thing with football. Football is such like a scheme. Like, some players thrive because they're in a certain scheme. Like, put Tom Brady on the Ravens in their run scheme, he's not going to be good. Imagine Tom Brady trying to run a read option. That'd be so funny. But I think I really, I really think that's all there, there has to be said about this talk of war. Is there anything else you, you got to say? Any clo- well, closing thoughts? So, hold on. So, let's see, Tom Brady signed, um, well, he would have been released after the season, like, he was, his contract, his rookie contract w- was up until 2002, so I think he had one more season to go, and then, I think the Patriots would have moved on, or at least traded him, because they see his potential, and what team he would have gone to, uh, it'd really be whatever team needed a quarterback at the time. Yeah. Um, so... Like, I don't think Tom Brady's that much of a system quarterback. He could go almost anywhere and thrive, but not be as good, of course, as Patriots could. Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. Next to, what about, like, uh, John Madden? Was he a better broadcaster or a better coach? Well, rest in peace, John Madden, first off. And uh, um, John Madden was a great coach. He, he John Madden was just a great football mind. Like, he could predict when plays were coming. He was just, in his broadcasting career with Pat um, Sumerall was um, incredible. I mean, he was just a hilarious guy. He knew football. He would entertain all your audiences from all ages. And But Bill Palachek, the reason his teams were all so good is because he was one of the best defensive minds ever. Defense. He was mainly. He was actually the Giants' defensive coordinator. And then he was the Browns coach for, like, a few days. A few days. And same with the Jets. Yeah. 
But I, I think that's that's all from us today. Next week, uh, what are we talking about? Um, next week we haven't really decided yet, but uh, we are gonna do some research, and next week we'll come at you with a good podcast. I guess it's a mystery on what we're gonna be uh, talking about next week. Uh, good night, everybody.